Welcome to the midweek edition of Couch Potato Diary. My name is Peter Klein. Thank you very much for tuning in today. A reminder, if you want to get in touch with the show, you can do so on social media, Twitter and Instagram. I am primetimeklein, twitch.tv slash primetimepk. You can email the show, couchpotatodiary at yahoo.com. A lot going on in the sports world today. Up here in Western Canada, some big changes in the radio markets. Uh, not a whole lot has been made official yet. So any further comments from me would just be speculation. Obviously, this is something that I have been through before um, on both sides. It is not fun to be sitting there and wondering if you are going to be among your colleagues who are going to be let go. And then it's also not spectacular to be let go either. Um the, the one thing I would say, and I'm not, I don't really care. Um, I mean, I care that people are losing their jobs. I'm, I'm not going to turn this into a big anti-Rogers thing or anything like that. But my, my one thing that I would suggest when all of these things come out is, oh, well, this is so, so many talented people are losing jobs. And that is factually correct. And it's, oh, it's everything's becoming more nationalized. And that, that's factually correct. Um, so my suggestion would just be support the ones that you appreciate, you know, it's like, it's like what I talk about with professional wrestling. You don't have to support whatever just because they happen to come to your town. If they're shit, then don't support them. Um, if you are a boomer in the morning fan, then support boomer in the morning. If you're a fan of Steinberg and Nalt in the afternoon with logo, then support Steinberg and Nalt and logo. And if you're a fan of X mornings, then do that. Or Katie Summers at amp or whoever it may be just, support what you support. You know, it's, it seems very simplistic, but a lot of people just get caught up in, oh, I'm not a big fan. Like I always found it so interesting when people would like hate listen to the shows that I was on. It's like, while I appreciate you listening, um, and I, I, I guess I wish some more people would hate listen this. Um, but while, while I appreciate you listening, like why? Like it just, it seems like a lot of people just get into their routines and it's just whoever that station is throwing out there, that's who they're throwing out there. And if someone who you support happens to be let go, follow them, go, go follow their next gig. Cause this is not an easy thing to do. And I'm not, this is not me. I mean, you're listening to the show, so you're not you are the ones who followed me and I greatly appreciate that. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm just rambling now, but it's never fun. It always sucks. And it happens way too much in this industry. And I am of the personal belief that the higher ups at a lot of these places don't have a fucking clue what they're doing. So there, that's the most controversial thing I'll say, uh, probably in a while. So now sports stuff. Uh, the Toronto Blue Jays lost to the New York Yankees last night. That sucked. And a lot of the focus is going to be on the bullpen. But this was a Blue Jays team that only got two runs last night. Now, it did feel like there were a lot more hard-hit balls than just two. Right? Like, it, it felt like that was a team. Oh, this is a bit. Oh, it's to the wall. Oh, this. They might have got. No, it's to the wall again. Like, it, it felt like there were a lot of those. And then you look at the scoreboard. And, well, they only got four hits and two runs. And they ended up getting shit-kicked. That's obviously not ideal, and that needs to change. But I, I do think that for the rest of this series, you feel a little bit confident that some of those hits are going to fall in. The problem is you're running into the best pitcher in baseball. All due respect to Robbie Ray, Garrett Cole is the best pitcher in the American League anyway. And last night kind of needed to be that night. And I, I believe I brought that up on Monday. When you look at how the pitching matches for the rest of this series go, you should be able to get Ray versus Kluber. If you were going to make noise in this series, Ryu against Tyone was going to have to be that time. And the Blue Jays, for the second time this season, don't take advantage of Michael King coming in early. And when you see that, it's okay. 
I know they're talking on the broadcast about how there's 10 guys in the Yankee bullpen, but you have an opportunity to get kind of deep into this bullpen here and try to wear them out for the rest of the series. And the Blue Jays didn't. And that felt like a major missed opportunity. So while a lot of the focus is going to be on the pitch sequence for the Stanton home run, which was excellent analysis by Joe Siddle last night. Um, my main concern is that this is a, a Blue Jays offense that just dried up real quick. And it looked like they might've been figuring it out at the, the end of that twin series. Um, and at the end of the season, I was going to blame the offense, nor should they, this is an incredibly talented offensive team, but they, the offense needed to do more last night. It was very reminiscent of 2016 when what's his name got, um, brought in because dumbass cut his finger on a drone or some shit like that. And the Jays couldn't hit him. And that it's it felt the exact same way. It was so, 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 so frustrating to watch that. We will see if the Blue Jays are able to come out of it tonight. As it is, I was going to call him Braxton Barrios. That's incorrect. Um, Jose Barrios coming in against Garrett Cole. And this is why you make that move at the deadline. These situations are why you go out and add that starting pitcher. And even if it doesn't work, it still makes it a, a, a solid move. Because, I mean, you, you look at it, and I know future and whatever, but Austin Martin and Simeon Woods Richardson aren't helping you tonight. And this is a Blue Jays team that is focused solely on tonight now and to, to go out and acquire a pitcher that you are comfortable with in this situation, you just feel great about it. So while I, I'm not overly optimistic about the Blue Jays playoff chances now last night, just again, talked about the frustration and the other part of it is that Boston loses. So you're just right there and it's, oh, it is so close. But no, this is this is why you give up prospects to go out and get established talent to help you in a playoff race. I, I don't if if Martin and Woods Richardson are with the Blue Jays their entire career. I don't know if they're playing in as meaningful game as Barrios is pitching in tonight, and that's why you feel very comfortable with the Blue Jays making that move to acquire them. From a Yankee perspective, this is the dangerous team that we've always been concerned about. And when they get hot, they are really difficult to manage. And now, as they were talking about on the broadcast last night, you have Severino who can go a couple of innings. Green is good in every inning but the ninth. Like the, oh, just bring in your best reliever in the, the high leverage situations. Who cares about the ninth inning? Chad Green does, apparently. That seems to affect him deeply on an emotional level when he comes in on the ninth inning because he just can't do it. But one of the better setup guys in baseball. And Chapman, we didn't see him here, but has turned back into being a touch unhittable again. And now they're getting Loizaga back. This is all of a sudden a Yankee team that you get very, very concerned about. And when, when Judge and Stanton are on, they're just, you can't beat them. They are... That is almost the guaranteed five runs between the two. If both those guys are going, you just, you're just you going to have to try to outslug them, and it is so hard to do. And then you see last night the quality advance that Rizzo gives you. Even if those guys aren't going to put up two for three nights or two for four nights every night, it's just the the amount of leverage that goes into a situation where you have to face those guys, it can really wear down on a pitcher and wear down on a pitching staff. And... That's that's what I think you saw last night as it's just mental battle after mental battle and eventually you break. So we'll see what the Blue Jays are able to do tonight as they take on the New York Yankees. The 
music that you hear on Couch Potato Diary is provided by Wasted Talent. You can find them on Instagram at Wasted Talent, where the X is where the A's would be. Uh, you can also find their producer on Instagram at Tommy Fresh Music. The NHL preseason continues tonight, and it's going to be an emotional night at the Dome as Mark Giordano returns uh, with the Seattle Kraken against the Calgary Flames. And from a hockey standpoint, this makes all the sense in the world. Don't have him have, when you cannot have to deal with all of the firsts being in meaningful games, just don't. Giordano was able to go through the motions. He sees everyone. It's not going to be weird at the end of December when he comes in. But from a theatrics standpoint, the pro wrestling fan of me thinks this is fucking stupid. And again, real life is not professional wrestling, but from a building up a moment standpoint and all of those sorts of things, it kind of takes some of the air out of the balloon <laughs> when they're going to do it. Like, they're not going to do a video tribute tonight. That'd be ridiculous. It's a preseason game. Yeah, maybe put up like a, just a graphic of like, hey, thanks, Gio. Uh, play the, the thanks for, or I'm standing in the Hall of Fame, whatever that song is. Play that. Um, it just kind of takes a lot of a lot of the air out of that balloon when he comes back. Oh, it's his first time back in a regular season game. And like I I appreciated it. Like we didn't see a whole lot of Matt Stafford in the preseason as a Ram and now regular se- regular season. Look at that. Like when the the Nationals debuted um after they moved from Montreal, they like they do that two games of the preseason. The Blue Jays do it in Montreal, which is fantastic. Um they do those two preseason games at a major league ballpark. And they, they did that in Washington where, I don't know, it just, it kind of took a, now it, it was still a special moment when the, the nationals had their, their first regular season game, but I kind of like the firsts to mean something. I, I like there to be those theatrics around them. And so Giordano coming back to Calgary in a preseason game is a so typical him and B probably the move. That makes the most sense, if we're being completely honest with ourselves. But, see, fuck off. I want, I, I don't want the dramatic return to be tonight. It, it should be during the regular season. So, it, it just, yeah, from a building up a moment standpoint, absolutely no respect for the dramatics from Mark Giordano and the Seattle Kraken. Um, another thought here, as we approach week four of the National Football League, uh, with whatever Thursday night is going to be. Let's just rewind three weeks, shall we? Remember in the preseason, Justin Fields crushing it. He was lighting up the preseason. How can you not start this guy? I mean, sure, it was only against second teamers. But how can you not start this guy? Well, I guess we found the new wide receiver in New Orleans, Marquez Callaway. Come on down. He has an obvious rapport with, with Jameis Winston. They were looking his way a lot in the preseason. And, whoa, would you, would you look at that? Have you seen Ben Roethlisberger? Best shape he's been in in years. Dude is going to be a stud this year. Watch out for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm cherry-picking, obviously. But you can kind of see where I'm getting to with these. Preseason does not mean shit. We don't, like, in baseball, oh, this guy got rocked in preseason. Yeah, he threw a a splitter the whole time. He didn't throw one of those last year. He's just working on his thing. In basketball, Ben Simmons hit a three in the preseason. Need I say more about the lack of anything that you should take from the preseason? But every year, we buy into it. And I'm not saying the same thing is going to happen in the NHL, but just remember these examples. And I'm sure there's 
thousands of other examples where dude looks like a world beater in the preseason. And oh, would you look at that? When people actually give a fuck, it becomes a bit of a more difficult challenge for that individual. See some of the, like the the Seattle Kraken getting their teeth kicked in. Oh, well, it'd be nice if the, the Flames were able to score a goal in the next little bit. Like, yeah, probably. You would like to see the team wearing your sweater do better than the team wearing the other team's sweater. But it doesn't matter. And you look at some of the, the stuff that the Flames are throwing out there. Who, obviously, it's not something you care about. It's always funny when these things get talked about because it's, well, I know it's just the preseason, but, and a lot of, and I did it too. I, I did it a bunch when I was working at 960. And it's a reason why I don't talk about preseason a whole lot because A, like you kind of just, I'm not saying you're just talking about it to just talk about it, but if you just said, oh, we'll wait and see on everything in sports radio, you would never get anywhere in conversations and every show would be five minutes. Even these shows are 15 sometimes. You do have to, there is a bit of living in the moment that you have to do and analyze things as they come in. You can take then the bigger, broader picture of, well, does this actually fucking mean anything? And the answer can be no. But there's a lot of times where it's, okay, hear me out. I know it's just the preseason, but this guy looks good. I feel like sometimes we have to reverse those. And again, like I'm saying, I'm guilty of this too. But you sometimes have to reverse it where it's, this is happening. However, it's the preseason, so maybe this doesn't mean a whole lot. Just remember Justin Fields and Marquez Calloway and Ben Roethlisberger and those stories about how greatly impactful they were going to be on this NFL season and remember that the preseason, you probably shouldn't be reading too much into anything that happens in the preseason. I know when it comes to analysis, people want, well, look, if there's something on, I mean, there's information that can be gathered. And I was the, I was the same way. I have notebooks that have notes on preseason games on them. I have notebooks from rookie camps and development camps where I just say, a couple observations. Oh, well, look at this. And some of them are great. Some of them are absolute dog shit, which is the same for every other observation I've made. But I, I feel like a lot of analysts, especially when it comes to fantasy sports, like it, a lot of them, I think, feel like watching preseason games is the market inefficiency. And I think when it comes to analyzing sports now, not watching the preseason might be the market inefficiency because then you don't get roped in to some takes that you're going to regret a little bit later on when you get fooled in the preseason. Cause it's, it's easy to get fooled by preseason stuff. I, I will fully admit it's easy to get fooled by preseason, which is why I try to watch as little preseason stuff as I can. And if I'm watching it, it's just to appreciate, Hey, this thing is back after it's been gone for a while. Um, like baseball spring training is the one that kind of gets me the most. I can't remember the last time I watched a basketball preseason game. Same thing with football. Like it's just, it, it's not for me at all. So just remember when you're watching these preseason games tonight, if it doesn't go well for your team, just remember it went really well for Justin Fields and then recall how it went for him last week. And you can see it's almost a different sport. That's going to do it for the show today. Thank you very much for tuning in. If you're listening to this on a platform that will allow you to, please rate, review, and subscribe. You can get in contact with me on social media, Twitter and Instagram. I am primetimecline, twitch.tv slash primetimepk. You can email the show, couchpotatodiary at yahoo.com. The music is provided by Wasted Talent. They have X's in their name where the A's would be. And you can find their producer on Instagram at Tommy Fresh Music. If you haven't heard 
enough from me yet. I uh, have a couple of things that are going to be coming out soon, but also General History Podcast with my wife comes out every Wednesday morning. Bit of a technical issue on the one today, uh, so it's only about 15 minutes long, but we'll have a part two coming out. But uh, every week we'll be putting out a new show, having so much fun with that and having a lot of fun with this. And I hope you guys are enjoying this. And if you aren't, let me know what you would like to hear more of. And I will, uh, I might tell you to fuck off or I, I might, uh, you know, I, I just, I want to know what you guys want to hear. Cause right now I'm just rambling about sports and while I'm enjoying it, I want more people to enjoy it. So if you have any feedback, let me know. Otherwise, talk to you guys on Friday. I'm out.